Well, good morning, everybody. What can I say? Jerry Autry here. Uh, bright, sunny day outside, uh, looking good. California, still under the pandemic, uh, pandemic uh, quarantine. What the heck? <laughs> Gee, we love you. Come on. I mean, this to say this has interfered with my lifestyle, which is nothing compared to uh, the difficulty of some. I still feel bad about it. Feel bad for the little people out here who are trying to make it from day to day and those who've had to close their shops. So that's really tough. So what can we talk about this morning? Well, you know, I'm always wanting to talk about the Myers-Briggs because that's really the reason I started um, a podcast. You know, thought, hey, listen, what do I know something about? Well, I know about the Myers-Briggs type indicator and can talk about that, but I've run out of subjects. And so we have to deal with kind of where we are. Yesterday, I went to the pain clinic, and uh, it's a group that I'm in. There's about eight of us in there, most Vietnam vets, and dealing with stuff that I've pretty much uh, been involved with before, mindfulness and uh, hypnosis and uh, that sort of stuff. But that's, that's only part of it. The whole pain clinic, the whole idea behind the pain clinic is that they're going to, over a period of time, introduce all of us to a whole series of things that might help us with our pain. And and this is just mindfulness and things like this is only part of it. And then we'll, at some point, they get into how do you manage your pain with uh, drugs or whatever. And so it's going to be very interesting to watch. Yesterday was like a North Carolina goat rope for me. First of all, I forgot it, and then I was 15 minutes late getting into the, uh, like the Zoom thing that the VA uses, and then all of a sudden my phone died, I forgot to charge it, and so I missed that. So I only got about 30 minutes of an hour. But it was pretty good. I mean, it was good, and I'm trying to hang in there. Am I learning anything? Has anything popped up that, uh, that was uh, going to help me with my pain? No, not yet. And there's a couple of people in there, obviously, two guys with these longest beards, white beards I've ever seen. They could dub, uh, double for Santa Claus anytime. But that's the way, way we are. Everybody's different. Uh, everybody has his own characteristics. Everybody has his Myers-Briggs type uh, profile. So there you have it, that part of it. And then, of course, I uh, woke up this morning to, uh, I don't know if he got fired or relieved from the Security Council or however uh, the president does it, Vindman, v -I, v I think it's V-I-N-D-M-A-N, or maybe it's V-E-N-D-M-A-N, Vindman, Lieutenant Colonel Vindman. And I've thought a lot about that as a guy who knows a lot about firing, <laughs> if you get my drift. Uh, you know, you can't really fire somebody in the military. What happens, you can relieve them from duty. And uh, a relief from duty has uh, been a, a partner with me several times before. And most of the time when I got myself in trouble, I was running my mouth. I should have been listening when I was talking, uh, you know, that sort of stuff. And I, um, it's just one of those things. And, and, you know, I can relate it to a personality type. Let's, like a guy like me, an ENTP. And and hang on for just a Jeff. I got to check something. Oh, yeah, okay, good to go. 
But uh, as an ENTP, first of all, a high extrovert should be listening and uh, should, when I'm talking, I really enjoy being around people, gathering a group, this, that, and the other. And but also can uh, hang with my, my personal self, too, meaning uh, uh, that uh, somewhat reclusive. Nobody believes that. Uh, my friends, when we talk about that, may, maybe I might be slightly reclusive sometimes. They don't believe that. But it's part of the Myers-Briggs uh, type profile that says about ENTP. So I'm high extrovert. Then I'm, I'm, my next letter is N, intuitive. Big N after I, intuitive, meaning very innovative and creative. I can always tell you a better way to do something. And uh, then uh, either a, uh, well, no, it's sensing and intuitive and then thinking, feeling. I'm a thinker, very much in my head, way in my head, always uh, 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 thinking about something, having a lot of conversations, uh, most of them with myself. And then my lifestyle is a perceptive, which means uh, uh, kind of off the wall sometimes, uh, you know, kind of messy, got my own idea of how things should go. It's my lifestyle. Uh, now as I'm an old guy, it's a lot better to control. But when I was in the military, uh, you know, it was, a, it was a difficult. I don't know how in the world, in a real sense, I made it. But that's just the way it is. But Lieutenant Colonel Ventman, uh, he, you know, we can't feel too sorry for him because he's obviously, I would think, he's seen the handwriting on the wall that, hey, this is going to happen. You can't have a commander in chief who is a, who makes narcissism or gives narcissism a bad name and not have things like this to happen. What I don't understand about the president is really <laughs> kind of amazing to me. This guy thinks up stuff. You think, you no, know, he's thought up these weird off-the-wall things, get rid of people, whatever, for this reason, that reason. And you think, you see, you know, he's done it all. Uh, he can't be any more stupid than he than this is. And then he comes up with something else. I used to think it was his minions that did it, uh, guys like Steve Miller and others, but I've changed my mind. I think Trump is a guy. Uh, you know, he doesn't read, so what's he doing? He's watching TV, he's sitting around thinking up things like this. And and he's doing it right to the end. You've got to figure the guy's only got a few more months in office till we throw his ass out. And yet he's still doing these crazy off-the-wall things, and many of them hurt people. Many of them really do hurt people. You know, if he was just be making stupid decisions and things like that, it might be one thing, but he hurts people. And so that's, he needs his arse kicked till his nose bleeds, as we say, and done, North Carolina. Okay, what else? Uh, Lieutenant Colonel Hemman, uh, he got relieved from the Security Council, or he at least uh, got uh, assigned another duty, or is getting out of the Army. He's retiring. One of the things he's retiring, they can say forced him to retire. I understand that. Uh, relieved him from duty. Doesn't give him a job. He has nothing to do, no place to go. So, so obviously, uh, uh, he can hit the road. But here's what can happen. He can get out. He can get on the speaker's circuit. He can do a lot of different things. And just as an aside, make a few bucks. And we certainly don't begrudge him that. I hope he does. But he can get out, make a contribution to society, tell the real story, what's going on, that sort of stuff. And so, uh, you know, it, it's it's that's one of the things that he ought to do. And listen, I'll be thinking of him. I'll be praying for him, just as all of you will. 
uh, or, in, or anybody about it. Listen, I'm standing at a salute. Uh, this is it for me today. Uh, God bless you and God bless America out here.